to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast about brands that learn from the past, are looking to the future, and are profiting because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. A little while ago, I was invited up to Sonora, a fishing resort just off the coast of Vancouver Island. My mission there was to teach a group of CEOs how to create killer presentations. If I did my job properly, they would learn a better method for simplifying the process. They would learn how to get others, even their audience, to help them create those presentations. They would learn some good story structures to turn their presentations into mini-movies. And above all, they would learn how to have fun doing something that a lot of executives, well, to tell you the truth, kind of dread. I thought it might be entertaining to turn this experience into a mini-documentary to see how it's done. I hope you enjoy it. First, I had to get there. Sonora is only 250 kilometers from my home in Victoria. There are no easy ways to get there, but there are a lot of fun ways. First, I had to take a float plane to Vancouver, where I connected with my group of CEOs. Then we jumped on a helicopter that flew us over some of the most spectacular territory in the Pacific Northwest before touching down in pristine Sonora. Now, I mentioned Sonora is a fishing resort, right? But it's not like any rubber boot, banging screen door fishing resort I've ever seen. It's five star all the way. Beautiful wine, a spa with three mineral baths, a tennis bubble, and million dollar views of one of the wickedest tides and whirlpools around. The perfect attractor for sea lions, dolphins, and record-breaking salmon. The first night was R&R, where I had the chance to dig into some of the topics my CEOs were exploring. Uh, well, I thought I was going to talk about the network effect and how... What we're now, a bit of disclosure here. It wasn't the first time that I'd met my CEOs. We had already had two webinars together. The first one was about honing your topic. Now this is important because most executives, given a topic, figure that they have to talk about that topic. But in every subject, there are angles and facets and little nuggets of pure gold that you can weave into wonderful stories. And that's what we covered in the first webinar, how to pull those beautiful little nuggets out of the stories that my executives wanted to tell. The second webinar was about creating a story arc. Every story, from the Odyssey all the way up to Star Wars, follow a fairly familiar story path. I helped my executives figure out what the story arc of their presentation could be. All right, I, uh, we are gonna cover a lot of ground this morning. I'm gonna say though, The next morning, we got off to a fast start. Our first exercise 
was storyboarding each executive's speech. The way we did it, though, caught everyone by surprise. The biggest problem we have with writing presentations is also one of the biggest things that we've got going for us. It's electronics. We tend, when we get kind of scared about a presentation that we have to make, we tend to reach for PowerPoint. Instead of having the CEOs boot up their computers, I had them grab a Sharpie pen and a stack of post-it notes. These were their storyboarding tools. They each grabbed a partner and took turns building their speeches into yellow post-it note stories. The pace was intentionally fast and furious. 20 minutes later, I called time, leaving a lot of the executives wondering if they had done enough work and if their work was good enough. I know, you're thinking to yourself probably, ah, oh, I haven't got it yet, we don't have that story yet. Don't worry, this is an organic process, and as the morning unfolds, you're gonna find your Star Wars, your Hunger Games, your Bambi, start to unfold. It was at this point that I introduced my executives to peer review. Peer review is the single best way I know to try out new ideas on new listeners and get new ideas back from them. I had all my executives try out their storyboards on new partners. Each one got five minutes and then they switched. Post-it notes were torn off, new post-it notes were scribbled together, put up in new orders, and stories slowly began to morph in wonderful ways. Up to this point, we've reviewed how to hone your topic. We've talked about structuring your speech according to a great story structure, so hopefully elevating it, and that's hard work. So then what we talked about was how to bring other people in and get them doing the hard work for you. Because in order to be a great story that people want to listen to, you have to let the people write it for you. And that is the magic of team sports speech writing. Because you don't have to sit there until 2 in the morning the night before a speech, worrying to death if people are going to laugh you off the stage. Get them to write the speech for you. So now, I hope that you're feeling kind of comfortable. I know I've talked to a few who said, oh, there's so much stuff still. Don't worry. We'll have time to distill that down when we practice. You're going to find natural places where you go, I can't stick that in, or I should stick this in. You're going to find that when you start to talk it out loud, things are going to fit and things are not going to fit. Okay? We were moving into the home stretch, rehearsing for presentation. Now, thanks to the work that the team had done to this point, most of them could actually recite their speeches almost by heart. So meet a 15-year-old who has awesome feathered hair. She's in middle school. She's an overachiever, basketball captain, academics, student council. She tutors a grade 8, and his name is Jonathan. She gives by this point, we'd been together for almost five hours. And after a few rehearsals, we decided to call it a day and adjourn for a delicious dinner at Sonora. However, the work wasn't done. Each of the execs that evening had to record themselves on their phone 
and send me their recording for a close analysis and critique. Then it was time for bed. Everybody needed a good night's sleep to prepare themselves for the big show. To everyone in the audience, I want you to know that the folks here have been working extremely, extremely hard and they have put together some phenomenal talks and more important, they have taken what started as their talk and their subject and they have, with great trepidation and anxiety, remodeled these talks to make them even scarier for them. So they're standing up here and they're risking a lot. The actual presentations happened in a First Nations longhouse at Sonora. Appropriate enough, because longhouses are traditionally where conversations happen, cases are made, and great speeches are given. One by one, the CEOs got up and gave their rousing presentation. First off, let me just paraphrase what everybody in the audience said. They couldn't believe it. And it was impossible to pick a winner because they just saw so many people giving talks where they go, I'd follow them through hellfire. They were incredible talks. So and that was a wrap. We had one more fantastic meal together at Sonora, then packed up and headed back home. With our new skills, our new presentations, and a new enthusiasm for standing up in front of an audience and giving it everything we had. You've been listening to Didn't See It Coming, the podcast for brands that learn from the past, look to the future, and profit because of it today. I'm your host, Mark Stoiber. 